Theater, you want man. me to just do the intro from memory or here? What? I got on. it. I don't know. Right. I didn't write down conspiracy. Here we go. I got this. From memory. That's right. <laughs> this is Emergency Exit. We talk about news, politics, corruption, conspiracy theories, and everything in between. I am Los. Yes. With me, as always, is Nick, the Mason Slayer Rider. Sitting along with us. Is the magical Sarah Jandro. Hey guys, how's it going? That's right. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. This is episode 17. Today is January 10th, 2017. We are in Los <laughs> Studios once again. That's right. <laughs> however you're listening, however you found us, thank you for being with us today. If you are hearing us coming through right now, like our Facebook page, type in search name Emergency Podcast, Emergency Exit Podcast. Get it right, Los. Dude. You like the tweet? It's Why nice don't you tweet. twat us at <laughs> E-M-E-X-Pod. That's E-M-E-X-Pod. That's how we did it. I was thinking we were That's saying right. like M-X-Pod or M-E-X-Pod. I was, uh, we weren't saying it right last time. So it's E-M-E-X-Pod. E-M-E-X-Pod. So uh, we also love it when you tell a friend. About right. the show, word of mouth, telephone game style. Plus, it'll he- yeah. Plus, it'll help our uh, show grow. That's right. So today on the show, Sarah will reveal the puzzle of the cosmos as we travel deep into the mystic. And then Nick's got a report on something very, very interesting involving uh, Hitler's quote unquote death. That's right. right. But first, we're gonna talk to my homeboy Ryan Scott Quinton. Hello. That's right. How you living, buddy? Good, good, He's joining good. us with our here. He's yeah. It's been uh well f- well first we gotta do the intro. Oh yes. Let's so we're gonna talk to Ryan in a little bit of Such a beautiful inspired theme song. Welcome to Tension and Release. This is uh, our other show inside a show within a show. It's an inception kind of it, show about music. Right. It's like a paradox about inside of an enigma. That's right. So we're going to talk to my good homeboy, Ryan. What up, homeboy? Up? Ryan Scott Quinn. Uh, you are in a band called Ryan's Den. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm to understand that. Um, <laughs> it's a hard rock band. We're going to play a little bit of it in a little bit. We're going to talk first and hang all out. All right. Check this out. You're from Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Is that for realsies? Uvalde. I have no... What's that voice you're trying to do? Is that Uvalde? <laughs> Where's Uvalde? Uvalde. 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 Si, how si. they pronounce it back home. Si, but amigo. No, that's not how we pronounce it. Yeah, it's just Uvalde. But it's just, yeah, just a real small country town from like southwest Texas, like three and a half, mi- three and a half hours sorry, southwest of Austin. And, uh, three and a half, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a real small country town, man. Just uh, 
about it. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Uh, how long have you been here then? Yeah. Uh, about what? Three years now. About three years. It's only oh, been okay. three. Damn, I've known you all three of those then, haven't I? Pretty much from the beginning. I didn't yeah. even know that. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know, Sarah, we uh we met uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm talking straight to you, girl. Uh. Yeah, we met um <laughs> when we did. I used to do a lot of uh open mics, and he did them as well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. You know, Sarah's also a musician as well. Hey, well Hello, Ryan. have you met? Yeah, this is Ryan. Hello, oh, that's right. <laughs> and um. Yeah, then eventually we just started hanging out. Um, how long, when when did you pick up a guitar? Uh, probably what, like um, 26 right now, so I probably picked it up around, I think like 15, 16. But then like took it serious around, like right at around like uh, 20. All right, you know. So like everybody, you know, like you show up, you're like, you play the intro to shit, you're like, yeah, I'm good. And then like all of a sudden it just goes to shit, you're like, well, I, I, that's <laughs> all I want to play. You know? Right. No, 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 you can play. Right. But right, right. But yeah, that who was gave it? Who gave you the guitar? Your pop? Uh, so yeah, that was my no. Well, my brother was playing guitar, and then uh, I started messing around with his. But he was a lefty, so I had to learn shit backwards. Ah. I fucked up. Oh really? Yeah, but it was fun for a little bit. It was only for like the first like year. But I started like picking up like just basic songs. One of them was a Blink One Eight Two song called uh, "Stay Together for the Kids." I learned that I one I backwards. That one. Yeah, and like right whenever I played it to my dad backwards. Uh, he just he was like, hey, hey I'll boy, pick let me up. get you one. I'll pick you up one, dude. I did the first uh, lesson, and then like, I just wasn't very good. The same old story everybody tells. Like, I just didn't like learning by book or some <laughs> kind of shit. You know, that's really what it felt like. Yeah, that was my next question. Um, how did you learn the guitar? Just straight up, just honestly practicing. Just Always just watching people, and then just watching singer, guitarist, uh, lead guitarist, rhythm guitarist. Uh, just looking up your favorite bands, like and dude, no lie to YouTube, like a huge fucking deal. Like every time I learn something new, it's always off of. It tends to be off of YouTube. Just watching a concert, your favorite live performance, right, and right. just watching them play, and you're like, "What's that thing they keep repeating right here?" Yeah, you're like, "What is that same fucking thing?" Because you'll see them like it's pretty soulful. You're like, "Okay, you write that because you're you're slash." But like right. in between that shit, you're like for no reason. It's like that's almost like whenever you're like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" So today I was feeling like so crazy. Mm. But what I did though <laughs> was I walk. You know what I mean? It's like right. Bah, 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 bah. You know, like the way like it's just uh, just the biggest way of learning. Like for me, has been off of the YouTube a lot of that. So yeah, right dude, I've always been yeah. a, an advocate for trying to get your YouTube degree. YouTube degree. Yeah, because I remember I was trying to get back into uh, some junior college action, and I had to go through math and learn fractions again, and I couldn't, I didn't remember, but I just typed it in fractions on YouTube, and it showed you, and it was that's like, what I'm saying. Boop, boop, boop. Dude, like, oh, I'm man. Yeah. everything I, is on YouTube. Boom, everything's on. Thank you, YouTube. Made yeah. me. I used to give thank lessons. You, I used to give guitar lessons, and fucking obsolete now. Well, you Dude, there's, there's a great advice. Like there's great advice. Right, anyway, I mean, there's something looking. Right, there's something to be said, I guess, for the one-on-one interaction. But YouTube videos have got it all fucking covered. In fact, I would watch YouTube videos before I went to give a lesson to know what to even teach the kids. So even <laughs> as an instructor, I was using YouTube. Like they, yeah. they could just skip you, right? Yeah. Absolutely, and that's what they do now. That's, Absolutely, that's yeah. how you lose your job, man. I know, I made myself obsolete. Yeah, you but still, have... even at your level of like teaching the guitar, person to person, you still had something that you could learn from just right. finding it on the fucking internet. Right, Absolutely. whether it be YouTube or some tab like. Like yeah, what is it, dude, ultimate all guitar, well, like one of those, like you can it's always all there. Yeah. Oh, they got that 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 rocksmith. Uh, that oh yeah. Where yeah. you can actually learn the guitar. It teaches you the guitar as you play the game. You plug oh, your guitar right. in. It's got six strings and everything. Yeah. That's yeah. Really you cool. use your own guitar. 
Fucking wow. a. Boy, so I feel like rock band kind of did that with the drums, though. Yeah. Rocksmith send us right, over Right, the drums kind of worked out, but the guitar's like three buttons. Come on, fuck this shit. Yeah, dude, you're <laughs> like, dude, I can play like Sweet Home Alabama all the way through, but you give me a guitar, I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> right. It was like you actually play guitar. You probably really fucking good at rock band. No, actually, <laughs> yeah. I suck. So I'm trying to play the song for real, and this isn't happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't happening at all. So Ryan. Well, what did you listen to that really, yeah, that really captured you, that plugged you in, man? The '90s, the '90s, and that's like grunge, grunge music, which is kind of like a basis, like a heavier version of like metal or rock, and rock comes from blues, and like basically that, those few, and then also a little bit of Motown. I like some like Jackson Five, you know, the Temptations, yeah. the Foundation, yeah. that kind of nice. soul music, and then basically, yeah, basically skip the '80s. I'm not too big on disco. <laughs> and then, thank goodness. Uh, and then thank rap, goodness. I'm influenced just because it's something like modern to me, and it's a it's a funny way of talking. Like, if you ever listen to the music, dude, they can repeat the instrumental parts forever, but the guy's rapping different constantly, That's right. and the lyrical content is so yeah, right. catchy and relatable that you're just like, what? Because like yeah. normally it's like you know like you know just like back in the day, blues would be like kind of scatting, like a sweet emotion song. You know, that was kind of a faster thing back then, but now it's just like eight mile kind of crap, you know, that it's sure, just, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah mom's spaghetti, dude. Is it mom's spaghetti? Sweater, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you've been playing a while, man. Um, so in that time, you've developed a very unique style. So how would you describe that style to someone that hasn't listened to you yet? I call it funk, soul, reggae, rock and roll. That's right. Yeah, like just straight up, like everything that I've ever learned from those being the biggest influences. A little bit from country, but almost in like a negative manner. Because being from <laughs> Uvalde, being from Uvalde, dude, it's such a small town that all I had was Tejano, which is Spanish music. That kind of was fucking accordions coming in. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> and then fucking people are just like there, and like there's a cow behind it. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, and then but oh, wow. or it was country music. And that's all we had. But like my brothers and sisters, older ones, they were into like rock. My dad was into rock. My mom was into that pop, soulful stuff. But she's from the 50s. So like Motown came along, disco, right, you heard right. all that. But my hometown was just basically Tejano and country. That's all we had access to. And so what drew me was my just family influence. That's it. Just like the older brother. My older brother was like kind of like your third eye blind, smash mouth. My older sister, well, the old, the closest older sister to me, she was more of like kind of like your simple plan kind of thing. Good Charlotte. That kind of stuff, you know. Right, and then right. like my, one of my oldest sisters was mostly into like grunge, like Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, That's Soundgarden, right. that kind of stuff. And then uh, my dad was just straight up Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, like that kind of like old school See, stuff. Now me and his dad could hang. Yeah, dude, they just straight <laughs> up in that stuff. He's always like, his stories always fucking mess up when he talks about that point in his life. He's like, well, no, the first time I ever tried that was at uh, 19. And you're like, when did you hear Stairway to Heaven? I was 19. Two years later, you're like, well, at 19, some crazy shit happened when I was listening to Stairway to Heaven. So 19 was a magical year but for I your father. But I never tried drinking until I was 21. You're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you said you tried both of them at 19 to Stairway to Heaven. And right. now, like, that, those are the only stories. It tends to be from the well, 70s. You know? <laughs> Sometimes they want to brag about their crazy days. Yeah. Sometimes they got to be parents and pretend that they were responsible. But, dude, if you catch you know? on to, like, the date, you're like, come what on, the fuck? Man, you yeah. just lied, dude. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> I will I say, you. It's dude. the one person that can look at you like, stop. And you're like, 
But still, it doesn't, like, <laughs> dude, it doesn't add. Like, hey, you could always be like, I got you. I, yeah. I got you, old man. I know. Got your number. You just got to give up. You're just like, for real. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I got, I got you, old man. I got you, I got you old man. I'm going to remember this the next time I got to explain shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, dude, what would you say is a guilty pleasure song for you? Now, you wouldn't Ooh, tell anybody, like but you're going to reveal right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that song that just was like, for me, my guilty pleasure song is The Cure, um, Friday I'm in Love. Okay. <laughs> It's Friday. It's all so guilty pleasure you can't even sing it. I yeah, really. I love it though. It's a good song. So guilty. Or anything like from Newfound Glory, Guilty Pleasure Band. What's your like? You can say band. You know, what would you say? Um, one of them that's like kind of funny to play is the "I'll Be There" by the Jackson Five. Yeah, oh, dude, that's nice. a good, that's actually it, a really good song. Because it's yeah. a kid, like it's a kid. It's Michael Jackson, so right? It's like, it's like, like what the fuck? But he's really just a kid when he's singing. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. seven or eight probably yeah. at that time. <laughs> I know Did the dad wrote the lyrics. I must make a pack. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we <laughs> must <laughs> stay. Yeah. Some <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Are you good? Whenever now we love, I'll be more. there. That's right. Just look over your shoulder, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. All right. Chamona. No. So, hey, dude, let's, no, let's oh, play a song. <laughs> let's play a song. We can play um, I Say off <clears throat> your Reverb Nation, or we can play the song that we play- made together. It's up to you. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, let's try the one that we made together. Yeah. Oh, you want to really do that one? Let's try that one, yeah. Are you sure? Because I already had one set up for you. It was for I, I got I Say going. We'll play both of them. Actually, what we'll do is we'll have you play at the end. You'll you'll end this uh, end this uh, end the show with uh, one of your tunes on your acoustic, right. and then right now we'll play one of our tunes. We'll play Molly. What do you think? I'm down. All that right, so fun. check out the tune. Los and Ryan original man. So well, we should set it up a bit, day. man. So like, should we? Well, Are allegedly, we allowed to talk about that language. We you can know? we can, but we should say it's alleged, of course. Alleged. So allegedly. we have these friends, and what happened was <laughs> like, like, we got really allegedly into Molly allegedly. And we were just hanging out, being cool, man. Just fucking, ah, oh, so you're so awesome. Now you're so awesome. It's like, like now, nah, man, we should write a song together, dude. <laughs> and so we wrote a song together and it was like, we sat there and we just kept making more layers and layers. And then we like, oh, man, and here's the song. So take a listen this to a song it. that we wrote called Molly. This is about Molly. 
I mean, a girl you knew? No, 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 no. It's a certain effect to your brain. Oh. Just leave it. You know, those type of... You know Molly, MDMA, man. Oh, there oh. we go. MDMA. Okay, good. We got the language. Yes. I was trying to pretend that you guys weren't writing songs about drugs. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, allegedly writing songs about drugs. Inspired by, but not necessarily about. Well, I know okay. Nick's going to like the... like. He's going he's gonna to like the chorus because... Very Beatles inspired. So much like Paul Rudd slapping the bass, man. <laughs> How small a face can you make? Lord, it sounds so lovely everywhere I go. So I've got this woman that looks so very mighty fine in my mind. That's right. So I better be taking my time. Yeah, talk in the mic. So through your nostrils to your mind, you know, like MDMA, that's how you take it. You break it up. So I've got this okay. woman that looks so very fine up in my mind, so I have to take my time because you want to lose the high. Right. You All know? right. So you don't want right. to, like, anxiety yourself out of it because, like, <laughs> I have fucking anxiety. So I'll anxiety this Yeah, that was like you were like, oh, man, you got to... You had some strict, like, all right, if we're going to do this, blah, 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 right? Like, we got to make sure we're not, like, crazy and we don't do this. We got to stay, we got to stay put. And, like, <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a valid concern. That's why I was like, no, trust, man. I'm always down about that. Hell yeah. So that was, uh, that was, we called it Molly at the end Molly, of the, yeah. the night. But it's been called many things through our many <laughs> ventures that we did. So. <laughs> we're trying to work on the abbreviation of MDMA and make it sound catchy. But fuck. It, it wasn't working. Just shut the first letter and went with it. So, Ryan, we, we, now we go into some more deeper questions. Right. Oh. <laughs> so, have you ever encountered a ghost before? Uh, no, not not personally. Like, I, I can't say, like, any like anything that you would see on TV. Just no. vicariously. I would say, like, so... Did you say bi-curiously? Bi-curiously. <laughs> so this is a true story, though. But, like, back home, what was it? Our house is from way, like, it was born... It was finished in 1907, but it was starting in, like, 1898. And it was in, like, a really rural town in Uvalde. It used to be the funeral home. And the bottom floor of it is where you would have your, like, where you would see the casket. But upstairs is where you would have your meetings. And the VIP on the third floor is where, like, just the people that basically were, like... um the family of the deceased. So, like, the best friends, the best friends of the family were on the second floor, and then everybody that wanted to come was on the first, but then, like, you know, didn't make the okay. criteria for the second. And then the third floor is just basically the family. Like, immediate family? Yeah, just, like, basically, yeah, you had to have, like, uh, yeah, I remember last month, or, like, you, like, really, like, just face-to-face contact within, you know, yeah, immediate family, kind of. Okay. And um, so they moved the house out to the, where we live in the farm now, 
and they moved it out so it's like 10 miles away but there's a few stories to the house and so this is where i'm saying i've never seen anything like on a movie like you know like any sort of like any media's there, expectation of like, a ghost you know what i mean like where you're like oh my god my heart's rushing you look at the wall and then you see like a foot just go by you're like no i've never seen <laughs> shit like that but, but but like there is like weird things like um i don't know like there was one time i, I, I kind of lied but like there was <laughs> one time me and my brother we didn't have access to the third floor and like one of our maids quit, like not more of a housekeeping lady, but she was just cleaning up, you know. So nothing big, but like, she said when she unlocked the third floor, unless my brother broke into it, which his hands were too big, but like she quit because she said she saw hands there. And then like you would just hear weird things, like the house just like I guess you could call it shifting. You can always equate everything out, you know what I mean? You can always be like, well, the air ducts. Maybe they weren't installed <laughs> properly. See, that's my fault too. Yeah, but I yeah. want to though. You're totally open to a ghost being yeah. there in front of you, right? I wouldn't be like so. One thing with my mom, she's super into superstition. Like, just she has her own spiritual room. Don't like, ever step on a crack, right? Yeah, dude. She used to read the tarot cards, like, and she would make like, do like, she would make a little bit of money reading the tarot cards. Oh, nice. And like, so she uh, had this spiritual room when we grew up, and it was basically like everything good, bad, like everything you could buy. Like, she wasn't very, like, God makes everything happen. Maybe make a deal here and a deal there and a deal here and you're alone there. She's a crazy lady. But, like, she had her own spiritual room and, like, um, I don't know. So, what was it? Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, your mom. <laughs> but, yeah, w well, with her, with basically, like, um, lost my train of thought again. Talking about ghosts. Ghosts, so, basically, like, I, I don't know. I would just say, like, um. Like weird quitting eatings. Like there was one time when my little sister Mandy, she uh she was like five and she went into her room mm -hmm. and like she described this lady and she said the lady had blue eyes. But you could say my mom told her this, so you could always dispute it. But like my <laughs> mom said she never told her. Like there was a lady that died in our house like five years before we got it. She died from a heart attack in my room. And like my little sister described this lady and she was like she's like this tall. And like almost like exactly like five foot two, like she reached all the way up. She she had blonde hair, she had blue eyes, and she was messing with my dolls. And then like that was a late, that was the exact size and like hair color and eye color of the lady. If Mandy wasn't told, that was kind of like a weird occurrence. It could have been a ghost. Could have been, and like she just uh, that that was one weird story. What about aliens? Extraterrestrials. Aliens, Do you believe that they exist? Do they come no, out? Okay, Do they so live just on statistically, I fucking believe they have to exist. There is no way with the phenomenon of just like the odds of just anything can happen at once only happened here. Come on, dude. There are planets made out of gold. There are planets that are hotter than the sun because they spin too fast. Like, dude, like there's got to be something else. I'm not saying it's got the same limbs and arms. That's the Fermi paradox right there. Is it be correct? It, there's it has to be out there, but why hasn't it hit us up yet? Because we are the we Alabama of the fucking universe, yeah, and why would anybody boy, say, "Hey, point. let's go visit them"? <laughs> they just finally got to their own fucking moon. Obviously, we don't need to go visit these a holes. Yes, <laughs> they spend so much time fucking with each other. They don't even right. get past their own. We're shit. not even on their radar. 
Yeah, they're, guess. they're already done with us before. Either that, or maybe they were here and they up. taught us pyramids and then took off and haven't been back yet. Possibly. They're like, you guys if are you cool. believe in like the fifth element. Why can't you guys be like when you guys were back in Egypt and shit building <laughs> fucking Look. slaves and shit? Y'all motherfuckers were dedicated. Right. Now everybody's got an we opinion. Up. We, yeah. told you how to, we told you how to be cool you guys and hang fucked out. up. We're done with this Get joint. Get shit done. And now what do you do? Fucking A. All right. <laughs> it's a real serious question before we move on. What do you think really happened in 9-11? Okay, so I'm going to start that with just saying that like... Uh, well, no, one story that comes out like quickly to me is that like... One of the last things I saw about 9-11 was that they found a uh, landing gear, the the front wheels of an airplane. They found it like eight blocks over in between a building when somebody had lost something that had just bought the building as a bar. So, like, you know how in New York, the in between a building is like really like a foot long? Like, they're really fucking small. You can't even sneak past in between buildings in New York. And, like, one of these buildings had like a landing pad in it. And they were like, that doesn't describe a landing anything. pad. Like, well, a basically the front two wheels that come out in front the of an airplane, the just wheels, the landing wheels. Yeah. So okay. like, and it just because the only airplanes that crashed that day were ones that had the like the eight people, like the the eight back wheels, so sixteen on the back and then two in the front. And this was just a single two, so that means the front one just went like, and nobody fucking saw it. That's kind of crazy. How many blocks away? Eight, like eight blocks, and I don't know how far down though, but it was like this way by eight, and there was something over here. And it was in between two buildings, and it was just shoved there. And somebody found it when they bought the building and dropped something in it. So what does that mean? What happened then? Well, it's just so crazy. That, like, yeah, they it's recovered crazy. everything, and yet, like, that's like a crucial thing. And they, they like, there was no they overlooked mention of it. it. Yeah, man. Well, I guess. But Do you maybe think the government had a hand in nine uh, eleven? Do you think that? No, I don't. The I, elite had uh, perpetrated this. The I, government elite. No, I would powerful. say one thing about 9/11 is like on the side of like um, Osama bin Laden, the dude like has stressed us out more than anybody ever ever did. Stresses me out, man. That no, but like think is, about ugh. it. People are flipping out. Like, dude, like crime in the 90s when you used to look it up, dude, was straight on like like a race war. Wasn't even really cops against people. It was cops against blacks. Nowadays, it's like everybody worries about everything, dude. Like, you worry about every cop. You worry about a motherfucker that looks like too nervous when he walks into a Best Buy. Yeah, when he's wearing a hood. Yeah. Like Take he, off your damn hood when you walk uh, into you a Best Buy, I mean? though. But but he, just, especially has a backpack on him or something. Shit. But I like think? to fuck with them when I go into those places, though. I went to the Best yeah. Buy for this Christmas season, and I, I had my hood on. I grabbed uh, Google something, and I was walking around with it. I'm like, oh, man, I hope they're watching me, you know, and I put it down somewhere and picked it back up. And the best part is, is that I, I, I just wander around and I go back to the same spot a couple times because I'm a picky uh, shopper. So I'm like going back and forth. Should I buy this? I'm like looking for deals. And, and then I go to the finally I stand in line and then they're like, God damn it. I probably wasted all this time watching this motherfucker. They're watching me from above. They're like, all right, he moved over this way. And then I go stand in line to go pay. And then I finally pay. And then I walk out without a beep. They're like, God damn it. We probably just let go three other fucking people just now. <laughs> fucking shitty. Uh, that's good. But yeah. 9-11, man. Did it, it, was it government no, had I, a hand? Did Al-Qaeda have a hand? Did, you're, you're saying that for me, what, Bin Laden did it. What that, what that means in history to me just means that like the system isn't what you believe. It's just like uh, something I relate to is like you think your parents are Superman or Superwoman, and they're not. They're learning. Like Even though they have you, they're, they're still learning. And just like you think like government knows everything right, they're still learning. 
Absolutely. So like it just goes to show that like they give off this like almost like a, a, a job like we guarantee benefits, you know, the con- the government, we guarantee safety. And then all of a sudden you get attacked and they're like, fuck, it must have been something that slipped through the cracks. Because why would I guarantee you some right. type of uh, absolute, you know, security? Oh, oh, shit. You know, like and it, so it's like I think a little bit of it is just like honestly, you have to recognize that like the system is not perfect. And I think even somebody because there are geniuses all around the world. And like when you're born into whatever what, whatever you are, like music alone, like Bob Marley, like he he grew his own tree and ate from it for like he said like a few years. But like that's intense to to grow a tree that's like part of your like main source. And the guy was a genius in music. What kind of tree was it? I I don't remember because I understand yeah, about growing and everything. Yeah, but like he was tree. doing his own thing though. Like basically, you know like that the CIA did you know that the CIA actually murdered him. Dude, I'm gonna do. We're gonna do. A, we're gonna do an we're episode do on the Bob Marley episode. conspiracy. But continue. Same thing with fucking Lennon. Two people that wanted you to imagine and to love. You know, can't have that shit. Murdered. Well, they say that it was like, dude, uh, Bob Marley got all this. Ca- he got cancer in like the lungs and uh, like three different organs at the same fucking time, and he got pricked with. So he had something in his like boot that made him get like a toe infection and then he played kept playing soccer. We'll go over this more in this but oh, yeah, yeah. That, you know about all this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's well how it got unnoticed though. Was because uh, of him playing soccer. That it got unnoticed because he thought he broke his fucking nail or broke his toe. So he was cool with it and like as your toe turned purple they were like shit, that's cancer and it's already spread through your bloodstream into your lungs. There were always like this. a lot of look, like reporters and like journalists around him. And that's, that's perfect true. cover that's for true. CIA, man. That's perfect cover to come on in here. Had access to a boot, put some sort of fucking needle or some sort of like uh, metal shard in his boot, knowing that he's going to fucking kick around a fucking uh, ball. And with the that's cancer, true. with the they do the government. Come on, man. Shit, man. You don't I know this shit. He doesn't. You know, Nick doesn't believe. Well, even on cons- I'll get you to I believe. Don't believe anything. On conspiracy <laughs> levels. The only thing is like, so I just say like the habit of Jimi Hendrix. It's kind of crazy that I drink a lot, so I, mm-hmm. I can relate to the fact that, like, you kind of know your limit. Like, dude, if I start spinning, I really fucked up. Right. Like, for a guy like that that did acid and drank as much as he did, he yeah. would know when, when he's he was fucking too fucked up. up. But why would, like, I would never be like, all right, dude, let's take all the bitter drills, let me chug a few of them, and I guarantee it's going to be cool. Right. I would never fucking do that. Somebody gave him too much. Yep, but that's what I mean. I would never throat. take an Ambien and drink as much as I do. I take an Ambien and they'd be like, kind of like, okay, I'm falling asleep with like one in my hand and it's not even get done. But like, I wouldn't do eight of them. And be like, give me an Ambien, let me do some more. Give me three Ambiens. And he only died on like like over the counter prescription drugs, which the sleeping medication back then like they probably had different standards, so sure. it could have been Ambien, like or to there that type of potency. But still, like, wouldn't you say like you would know your fucking limit? You would think. Like yes, if they had, th- if they had whatever your favorite drug is legal right now, wouldn't you say like, like say if you liked um, the w- one one that could string you out, like cocaine, like if you like that, wouldn't you say like fuck, it's starting to fuck me up, like I'm starting to feel this. Yeah, you wouldn't keep going. You kind of stop, but right? you would have even if it but, was legal. But you could have taken too much that could have done that to you. you yeah. know? you could have taken a way too. You know, I mean, you, that line was way too fucking. It was the <laughs> size of this table. It went all the way across, about three yeah. feet long. God damn. <laughs> Am I okay? Is this real life? <laughs> but you would know that if that was your shit to run to, you would know when you're fucking up your. If limits. you do it all the time, you would know. You would, yeah. yeah, you would know, and like that's one of the funny things with him. I'm like, I get it. He loved downers and acid, but I guarantee, as much as they say he did it, and everybody recounts him doing it, 
Dude, he would know a limit. And yeah. so we can. Uh, I mean, unless he just like yeah, got, fucked up. got so fucked yeah, up that yeah, he wasn't paying attention to that so inner voice. You can entertain both, but you can't say like, wouldn't you say like everybody you've known kind of knows. But then like maybe Jimmy was somebody like they didn't portray correctly to where maybe like as soon as he got off stage in his interviews, he was like, why do I even live anymore? Because <laughs> like whenever you're really good at something like that doesn't mean you're happy. So like. There's so many things you can entertain. But that was kind of weird that totally. the guy's favorite drug is the one he fucked up on. But then John Bonham asphyxiated uh, right? himself by drinking too much. Drink, yeah. Well, yeah. And if there's anybody I would not think could drink too much, it would be John Bonham. And there you that, go. That's what happened. Yeah. Fucking Keith Moon from The uh, the Who, he died off the right? prescription drugs that you use to get over drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, because no, he, he probably needed that many of them oh to get man. over his drinking. Yeah, he like totally took like half the thing because one like he had been good for like a week or like two weeks, but like you go through withdrawals on your third day, and like supposedly he was taking this medication to to resist the uh, the withdrawals, and then uh, yeah, he died off that medication because he took like half the vial, and you're supposed to have it for three weeks. He he took it in a week and a half, and like most of it on the last day. Yeah, I tell you, uh, the rock music upsets the elite. And if they if you upset the elite enough, they'll take you down. Keith Moon, will take you down. Example, you too much rock, you're done. <laughs> so wait, with the elite taking you down in the musical sense, what do you think of Kanye? Talking all that shit out of nowhere. Do you think the motherfuckers like They're being crazy, <laughs> or does that like does he is he really like reacting on a level like we can't? I'm you know, sorry to say, but he's actually in the elite. He's part. He's, he's part of the Illuminati. So, so he's years, selling this shit then. Yeah, he's selling it. Because I paid attention to it. And then now he's coming out of the brainwashing now. Well, no, he's he's he's, he's definitely not being brainwashed. He did that interview with Trump. That's the last time I saw anything of him. And he's like, I don't want to talk about nothing. I got my Cisco hair. I'm gonna talk about the thong song or some shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? Because did you see his hair? It was like bleach blonde, dude. Like he had just short hair and his bleach blonde. It looked like Cisco from the thong song. Come on, that's right. Thank you very much. Well, like a truck. What? What? Well, this has been a good, uh, good interview with you, man. Thanks for coming in. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna hang out and uh, listen to this awesome conspiracy? Do some news and uh, into the mystic. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. So check it out. Nick's got this really cool uh, story that we're gonna talk about right now. So I'm gonna hand over the mic over to my good buddy. Hand over the mic. The one and only Mike. Good over the the Mason Slayer writer. It's weird that you call oh. me that because the the band that I play lead guitar for, the the previous guitarist, the one that I replaced, was Mason. So in a way, I could be a Mason Slayer. You fucking slayed the. I, say, I didn't know it, but Mason, man. <laughs> see, uh, interesting. The huh? name has never been more appropriate than now. <laughs> I don't know the passion. I so mean, that was a pretty good one. I'm to understand you have a conspiracy about. Hitler's death or lack thereof. Really? Well, tell us so, more. Yeah, I uh, found this this series uh, about conspiracies and one of them happened to be about Hitler. And so watching, I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So then I looked more into it and uh, I don't really think that he fucking shot himself. But before we get too into it, I did find a clip from my favorite stand up comedian that I think is very, uh, very fitting. Take so I'd like out. to start with that. Who's this? Eddie Izzard? Eddie Izzard. And Hitler ended up in a ditch covered in petrol on fire. So that's fun. <laughs> I think that's funny. Because he was a mass murdering fuckhead. <laughs> and that was his honeymoon as well. Double trouble. Hey. 
Ava, let's marry him. Where shall our honeymoon be? Well, in a ditch, covered in petrol up fire. That's... <laughs> I've already arranged it upstairs. Oh, how romantic, Adolf. Yes, I saw. <laughs> Fun. What a bastard. And he was a, a, a vegetarian and a painter, so he must have been going, I can't get the fucking trees. Damn, I will kill everyone in the world. <laughs> so a lot like our... Uh... Ricky teaching us art today. That's he couldn't right. get the fucking. Let's the not forget right. to mention that in this in this video you showed me, he's wearing a dress with heels as well and and makeup. And yes, makeup. He is, makeup. He is. Uh, he is what he calls an executive transvestite. Executive. Executive. Executive transvestite. There's, there's executive transvestite. There's action transvestites. There's all sorts of different kinds. Well, if of you don't like Eddie Izzard, you're stupid. All right, yeah. so, so tell me um, some more about Hitler. All right, so. Uh, scared the fuck out of me for a second. <laughs> ne <laughs> next clip will will set it all up for us about why um, we don't necessarily believe the story we were told, where Adolf and Ava Brown committed suicide and then were thrown in a ditch covered in petrol and set on fire. That's what we had been told and the story we've all accepted since 1945. That's and right. So that's not right. I don't. I. It is not. That is not right. That's not right. It is not right. So let's set this up. The program originally scheduled for this time has been cancelled in order that we may bring you broadcast. reports from overseas. This afternoon, Grand Admiral Donitz announced the death of Adolf Hitler. This death has not been confirmed by Allied sources. In April 1945, Hitler was the most wanted man in Europe. Dead or alive, the victorious Allies needed to see his body, in the dock or in the grave. That's right. That's right. So, this was uh, this was a big deal between us, Britain, Russia. It actually led to the largest FBI manhunt, leading from all over the United States down to South America. Uh, we went everywhere looking for Hitler because he's a rat bastard. He's well, he's a rat bastard, and nobody fucking believed that he died with a shitty mustache. Right, so. <laughs> Right. Everybody, literally everybody knows. Literally See, what sucks is it was mustache. actually a Charlie Chaplin mustache, and then Hitler took it away from him. And so now nobody thinks of poor old Charlie Chaplin Well, you anymore. know that Michael Jordan tried to bring that. Michael Jordan <laughs> Michael tried to. Jordan did have it for a bit. He, he tried to bring it back, and it didn't work. For It didn't work. Well, you no, but you can't bring that back. Like, that is ruined No, I think it just, it's just a bad rap, man. It I identify it with Hitler. You're, you're <laughs> never going to see that mustache and not go. Hitler. It is a pretty shitty looking mustache, though. You're like, yeah, it's kind of Why would you just shave like that part? Like, why would you shave everything and just leave that? There's like no cool part I don't there. Know, maybe he had a hair lip. He was covering like, up. maybe if he did like tiny little uh, oh, handlebars Hitler, there, I'd be did, down with it. Did Hitler have a hair lip? Was he just trying to hide? Maybe it? he had style. You know what? Son of maybe he just had style, man. Fuck. Maybe the dude had style. We remember right. it. it I remember baggy pants. Like I remember that <laughs> little mustache. People did dude. like those baggy those pants. Baggy pants. <laughs> and and now we go. What the fuck? Stiff high step. They had to walk in. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, he was no he was no stranger to dodging death. Uh, there were many attempts made on his life beforehand, but most notably was the Valkyrie. It's also the name of the Tom Cruise movie about this. But his own soldiers tried to blow him up in a they were done in a boardroom. Yeah. So they had oh. like a bomb in a suitcase and set it in there, oh, wow. and it went off. But the the leg of the table was so heavy it blocked the blow enough. Four people in that room died, but Hitler survived. Bastard. And after that, he started using body doubles. Wait a minute, is that a spoiler alert for that movie? 
Oh yeah, sorry if you've never seen uh, the movie. Yeah, uh, I'm never. I was gonna I mean, go home and watch it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is based on true events, so the events had already happened. So it's I don't not care. Like you spoiled it, you bastard. I just bought it. I haven't even watched it. <laughs> so after that, he started like giving false uh, answers to where he was going to be. He would give multiple locations, so nobody knew where he was actually going to be. He had body doubles, as did. Uh, even Churchill and Stalin, like body doubles, were a real common thing. So after this Valkyrie incident, he really started like becoming shady and uh, hiding his whereabouts. So then rumors started as early as that time, like, is he dead? Is he alive? Is he gone? Is he fucking here? What's going on? So this is even a year before he supposedly died. And then up to April 22nd, 1945, all of the airports in Berlin were open. In fact, they had blocked off a main road that the Nazis would use as a fucking runway for their own planes. They had British planes that they had captured that they could take off in so that they wouldn't be seen in enemy planes and shot down and shit. Like, they had this all fucking thought out. So up until April 22nd, that was all open. That, that's when the Soviets came in and fucking took over Berlin and shut that shit down. So... He had two planes capable of going 18,000 kilometers before needing to refuel. That would get you quite a ways. Yeah. Uh, so there were also Mussolini recently had been shot and strung up in fucking town square. All these things were like Hitler's like, fuck, man, I can't. I ain't going out like this. I love Mussolini and cheese. <laughs> it's so delicious. Uh, so on Extra Ma- Mussolini. <laughs> Extra Mussolini. That sounds like a tasty dish. On May 1st, 1945. <laughs> I would have some of it right now. Makes me crave Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I want some breadsticks <laughs> and stuff. Unlimited. Mussolini special. Mussolini, please. <laughs> uh, that would be a good right. dish. Totally sounds good, right? I'm hungry. Some extra parmesan on you. So give me some parmesan uh, right. and mozzarella on, on, on my mind. On May 1st, the Soviet commander received a transmission from Hitler's bunker. Okay. Claiming that Hitler committed suicide on April 30th. Who said this? A Soviet commander. Soviet commander, the Russians said this. The Russians okay. intercepted something coming out of Adolf's bunker. Oh. Like a private transmission that he had committed suicide. But then just a few hours later, our next clip happened. This is actual radio broadcast. Deutsche Männer Frauen. This is, it does translate Soldaten for you who don't speak German. Speak German. Unser Führer Adolf Hitler ist gefallen. Ist gefallen. Gefallen. And I can't get up. German radio claimed that Hitler had died fighting at the head of his troops. This wasn't what the Soviets had been told at all. They thought Hitler had died a day earlier by his own hand. In the confusion of Allied victory, Doubt about the fate of the fallen dictator filled the airwaves. That's right. The Berlin announcement that Hitler is dead has left this part of Germany speechless and resigned. There is no further confirmation, of course, as to the authenticity of this report. We bring you now Seymour Carmen from Munich. There is some caution about accepting the German announcement as fact. It might be a trick. It might be a desperate effort by Hitler to disguise himself and escape. Yeah, anything so was possible back then. So we weren't having it. I mean, the Nazis had a lot of propaganda going on, so them claiming this would not be unheard of. But So we had a private transmission saying he committed suicide, and hours later the official radio transmission said he died out in the field in front of his troops in glorious Like battle, a hero. You know, so... With very a terrible mustache. Story. But... <laughs> back to the mustache. 
But no, obviously nobody was very happy about this because you want to bring this guy to fucking justice, right? Like you want to know for sure that this evil bastard has stopped. So uh, everybody's pretty up in arms. Obviously broadcasts at the time were saying, we're not sure, we're not all about this. So the Soviets captured like government buildings and then they have had, it's been a few days since this official announcement, but they've had no proof. There's no bodies. Nothing. Finally, they found this body laying there randomly, and they're like, oh, that kind of looks like Hitler. It has this weird little mustache. Mustache was the giveaway, actually. <laughs> and so they brought in mustache. the I only people they could him. bring in were Nazi soldiers to try to, like, give a, you know, like you bring someone into the mortuary to identify. Yeah, yeah you know, so they brought well, it's in. It's got to be him. No one else rocks and, that and mustache. And what the fuck are Nazi soldiers going to like? Obviously, like, no, that ain't fucking him. That's not him at all. Da. Da. No, it's no him. fucking way. So they said no, and they. Went through all these corpses. Finally, they found this spot that had been freshly dug up. Or, like, freshly laid back down, I guess. You know, like a fresh grave-looking area. And they dug it up and found two bodies that were burnt to shit. And uh, this is the Soviets that found them. So they put them in crates and took them away and didn't tell anybody about it. In fact, they told us in Britain that he was definitely still alive. The Russians said The Russians. So they found the bodies, packed that shit up, and hid it away, and they're like, oh, why no, would they, he's why still would they do alive. that? <laughs> because they're fucking assholes. I don't know. They uh, are crazy assholes. They are crazy sure. assholes. Uh, so they did. Sorry for our Russian sp- uh, speaking, Sorry our Russian audience. To our Russian there. audiences. Which but I don't in think 1945, we have any. you were not cool. Uh, so they did an autopsy on these bodies, and uh, we had a clip about this, but uh, the autopsy was done in really poor conditions. They didn't have done outside. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have on all top of the best of technology that we have, and also dirt mound. the bodies were burnt beyond recognition. So they found a little piece of jawbone that this they were going to use to get dental records. So they found two people that were on Hitler's dental team. They could only draw pictures of his teeth from memory. Oh, my fucking God, really? And then the Soviets were like, oh, yeah, the drawing totally matches these teeth. This yeah. must be it. And they found like a piece of skull that had a bullet hole in it. So they're like, oh, done deal. Perfect. Well, I think he, he shot himself in the head. Right. Uh, so, the but then. With they, a tooth. Right in the tooth. He shot himself. In so the they head. had this super <laughs> official <laughs> autopsy that totally determined That was this. the and then end all be all, huh? Stalin uh, went in August of 45, and told President Truman that Hitler was alive and living in Argentina. My, my God. So. My God. He had this huge, it became a huge Stalin secret. Stalin said he ran to Argentina? Yes. Stalin, okay. So it became a huge secret. In fact, Stalin threatened his own people with up to 12 years in prison if they even spoke about this. You will not speak right. of this. Right, such a big fucking deal. You will not speak of this <laughs> yeah, again. They had one of their generals announced that Hitler died, and then Stalin made his official press, and then the general, the ga- general gave a second press release, like, oh, no, uh, we have no official proof of this, and we don't know, and I like, completely took back everything he had said before. So it was all immediately very, very shady from the get-go, right? Even more shady, because Stalin Even died. More shady. No, Stalin died in his own urine, because the... Uh, like in a pool of it? Yeah, yeah, so what, he had a heart attack, <laughs> And he fell down in his uh, in his suite or whatever, and they kept coming to his door and they would keep knocking, but if you interrupted him, you were dead. Like you were sentenced to death. So everybody was afraid like to knock too many <laughs> times, and Let's so curse. he ended up dying because they were afraid to fucking break his door down because well, like the last know? person that did it died. <laughs> when you 
I guess I wouldn't knock on his Rule door. Rule by <laughs> sheer fuck f- no, dude. I wouldn't dude. knock on his fucking door. I'd be like, I wouldn't even send right. him. A, I wouldn't kinda, even send him a text. Dude. He kind of put himself in that situation. I feel I was gonna text him, but fuck it. <laughs> I slipped like seventy notes underneath the door. Right. He doesn't give a shit. What's the Danny Cam showing us? What's the name? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't used the bathroom yet. <laughs> oh, not that kind of cam. All right, continue. Uh, continue on. <laughs> Zing. You're gross. The Russians All are right, nasty. Put pork on table. <laughs> I love the music that came. The entrance with to Hitler's air raid shelter. It was just outside that the bodies of Hitler and Eva Braun are said to have been destroyed. At any rate, this that's is an actual story. news broadcast. We can all form our own opinion as to whether these are relics of the event or not. The Germans said petrol was poured over their bodies and they were burnt. It might be true. It might not. <laughs> it might not. <laughs> might not. <laughs> uh, all right. So then that summer, the Soviets sent out a release saying that the British were holding Hitler alive. Like, they were really fucking with everybody. And so the British to counter sent a Major Trevor Roper to go and try to straighten shit out. He's going to come up a lot more later. This is Englishman Trevor Roper? Yes, he's a British man. So he got there to investigate the bunker. By the time he got there, it was all flooded. Like, all the shit was rotting. The Soviets had ransacked it. Like, he really had nothing to go on by the time he got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had imprisoned all the witnesses possible. So really, all he could do was get reports from them. Like, he wasn't allowed to interrogate anybody or talk to anybody. So his whole thing was basically hearsay what the Soviets said that the witnesses said. So he really... Uh, didn't get shit accomplished there. Oh, we'll get a bit more into it. He comes up. He comes up a bit later, but he w- came up with the same. Uh, so apparently, I guess he shot himself with a revolver, and that became like the official British story. Uh, uh, even though there was no blood, there were no bullets, no holes in the room, nothing. That was their official story. So at this point, we've got he either shot himself, poisoned himself, died in battle, or escaped to Argentina. And uh, so lack of evidence made everybody crazy. Here's where the FBI started manhunting, because fucking Herbert Hoover, not Herbert Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, another transvestite. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was. He started putting out stories that Hitler was in the fucking United States and caused like a giant fucking scare. And people wrote in, there are thousands of letters that were written to the FBI saying that people saw him like fucking washing dishes in South Carolina. I saw him on the subway oh, in New yeah. York. Fucking Hitler's riding, he's hanging out in the Bronx. Hitler's doing this. So, like, the FBI had a team of a <laughs> thousand agents going at any one time, at least a thousand agents out here following all of these supposed Hitler sightings. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was a, a tabloid called the Police Gazette that wrote or sent out a story every week about Hitler shit. And it just kind of like fueled the fire even more. It became apparently almost like a chicken and egg scenario. Like, what actually happened first? Did the Police Gazette start it? And that fed the fire. The people freaking out make the police because that keep writing about it. Yeah, which one? And so, yeah. So we were freaking out thinking Hitler was walking amongst us, which that was completely unfabricated. And uh, He might have been. I guess he might have been. He might have been. Possibly. So Soviets still have this body. They have done shit ever since that one horrible autopsy. In fact, they buried it. They didn't even try to bury it deeply. Like they dug a little hole in the ground, threw it in there, and fucking threw some dirt on it. Like they didn't, <laughs> didn't even give a shit. That they supposedly had this body and started Operation Myth, Myth, which, which was intentional propaganda to make everybody believe that Hitler is alive. For what reason? 
just to. I don't fucking know keep why. Hating, up your snow like, globe, Los. Keep right. So whatever the the British. But it has to be. It has to be. Whatever that. the British totally. were discovering as they were investigating what the Soviets were and whatever we were finding out, nobody was talking with anybody. Like we were all trying to keep it to ourselves and not let the, not let the other guys know. So I don't know if he's just trying to throw America off the trail or why Stalin was doing it. But he had what he thought he had confirmed as Hitler's body. Yeah, Luke agrees. Yeah, he agrees. Uh, but was telling everybody that Hitler was alive. I don't think he honestly believed it because apparently Stalin was a very skeptical son of a bitch, much like myself. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think he believed it. Maybe, but like, were they waiting to get actual proof, and then he could say, "We've had it the whole time. We fucking win." <laughs> Who fucking? I don't knows know what it is, man. I could. I don't know what his fucking beef was with that. He was probably holding it so that he could be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, we really did we, 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 yeah, we got. It. We knew this way before y'all did. We just fucking, fucking losers. Fucking idiots. <laughs> 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 fucking idiots. Bunch of sucking." But he kept saying Argentina, which wasn't too unbelievable because there was already a huge German population in Argentina. There was a lot of land controlled by Germans in Argentina. So it actually made sense. We knew of 300 Nazi war criminals there, the ones that had like been through trial, known war criminals. And we assume that if you count in unknown war criminals, it's probably in the thousands of Nazis in Argentina. So then the scenario came that he flew to Norway in one of his British planes, caught on a U-boat, and rode this fucking submarine all the way to South America. U-boat's a submarine? U-boat is a German submarine. So now we have an account of, there's U-977 was the one that they were sure he was fucking on. How did they know that? Whatever intel they had. They just knew. Maybe it was just the Russians fucking feeding it. But we got an interview with a guy who was actually on that boat. We left Norway on the 7th, 6th or 7th of May. After we, we left Norway, we, we practically became a, a phantom boat. All the way around north of Scotland, past Ireland, past France and Biscay. They were looking for us and searching for us and all we could do was listen on the listening apparatus to hear if there was anybody above us or near us. This was a voyage that most people had thought physically impossible. The clothes we were wearing got damp. Thank you, narrator. And had mold on it. Our, be- our bunks were damp. Damp. Um, you couldn't <laughs> shave, of course. You never shave on a submarine. What do I our teeth became loose through lack of no fresh water. food and things like mm-hmm. that. We felt dirty and we felt we became more and more miserable. Yeah, it would the be. Teeth miserable. were becoming loose. Yeah. It's awful. That's an awful ride. Yeah. But it was a common one. So they, the crew was immediately taken prisoner, and they demanded that they get fucking Hitler, and Hitler wasn't on it. But uh, there were plenty of U-boats showing up, and Argentina couldn't do too much about it because there's an area called Patagonia, which is the very southern tip of South America. It's not the uh, outdoors clothing company. So Okay. I was not con- that. I was confused for a second. <laughs> uh, but most of that area has just... I was Very certain. Large, I was almost certain that he was going to that store, and he was like, he was gonna <laughs> "That's where he's been hiding." Get hooked up time. with some weird-looking hats and like right. some like floral like. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you actually got I that not there. Not a so. tourist. <laughs> Um, so, but these was a very sparsely populated area that was already controlled by the Germans, and a lot of the German farms in that area of Argentina had coastal land. So, as a country, Argentina couldn't really do anything. The Germans could fucking come and go as they pleased. So, yeah. it was still the war. 
No, it was after the war. Oh, okay. This was in August. No. Oh, okay. So yeah. Now we're we've got German U-boats showing up, and supposedly, like, I don't know how often people would claim that they saw Hitler get off of one and go and land. You know, I'm sure that was just as common as we saw him. I here saw that dishes, mustache walking right? up out of that cigar thing out of the water. <laughs> but every rumor starts with like a hint of the truth. A little bit, like I'm right, sure. Why wouldn't you say like that? At least you can you expect like at bare minimum there's a shitload of U-boats. Yeah. Maybe Hitler didn't walk up at any of them. It was probably like an awkward amount of U-boats coming to Argentina. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going this on? This is an obsolete submarine missile defense yeah, system. You know, and he probably walked around with some decoys and threw a couple of them out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah, if you have the pick of everybody in your whole country, you're going to find... Ten no motherfuckers shit. that look like you. You're gonna make them look from like a him? distance, especially. You really yeah. just gotta throw on that exactly shitty mustache like and then right, exactly. Like, Pretty much, even the yeah. big guy is just like, hey. <laughs> Hitler doesn't have asthma. Shut up. All right, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Hitler training. Step one: <laughs> you will put your mustache and you will shave it, and you will like it, cause this is how we do it at Hitler Academy. Heil Hitler! Big Heil! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so God damn it, that was Hitler it? Academy. That, that was, yes, thank you. End scene. You attended, didn't you? Right. <laughs> uh, but the FBI took it seriously, so now we've expanded from checking out the Bro- subways in New York and the Bronx to sending people down to Argentina because we were freaked out about that. Now, however, we had fucking troubles there because nobody wanted to talk to us. We couldn't like. Get the relationship and rapport with the locals. And also, apparently our FBI G-men were super conspicuous. So the local police kept fucking following them around. They weren't really allowed to do anything. So they were not accomplishing too much. Uh, Like, people were saying that Hitler went inland into the Andes. There's a German mansion in the area called Cordova he was with. Saw. He was. He would saw. He he was saw at. He was sawed at. (laughs) He was seen at. Uh. And at no point in my research should I see anybody say anything about Eva Braun here. So I don't know what happened to her. Well, he can get any chick he wants. He don't need to travel with her. Didn't bring his This his is lady the only one you hear about, though. Yeah, it's the only one you do hear about. Right. So I I put her name here at the question mark. I, they died together, supposedly, allegedly. But now all these sightings of him around the world, like, where did she go? Dude, supposedly, she tried to do uh, suicide a couple of times. So because supposedly like he was really like creepy, like in the bedroom, I think. Yeah. Like there's like I've heard things about like where like a lot of women like that. He just let go of and didn't kill him. They were like, dude, this motherfucker is weird. (laughs) I believe it. Uh, Do you think he like just have like vapor or random smoke pumped into the vents? Yeah, I'm going to say. And come to me. I hope it's okay that I fuck you through this hole in this sheet. Uh, I just like to pull it through the uh, hole in my he underwear. He made the KKK <laughs> like fucking wardrobe. Like, come I know. pillowcase uh, on my head. I, yeah, <laughs> the p- pillowcase on my head. Oh jeez. So yeah, about, oh, about he two was perverted. Ago. We can yeah. all agree on that. He was probably perverted. <laughs> what are you gonna I say, Sarah? Would not be. I was surprised. gonna say about two months ago, I was watching this documentary about uh, like some German U-boat going to Antarctica, supposedly. Yes. Because they had heard, I don't know, they wanted to set up a, a base there or something. Correct. I don't know if you were you going to talk about Yes, that correct. is. Or should I, I just I, I wait for you to that. get to it? But I mean. No, yeah, yeah move on to that. Move on to that. Basically, <laughs> yeah. so but yeah, and then and then the U.S. apparently sent 
yes. people to go check it out in Antarctica and like so much of their crew ended up getting destroyed and they claimed that it w- they were destroyed by these flying saucers that the Germans were designing these flying saucers. Yeah, like it's I did some not crazy hear any of that. It's some crazy, like you have to look up the documentary. That's you didn't go like deep enough. I didn't bro. go deep. <laughs> but like, like they found these like, like designs and blueprints for the flying saucers that the German scientists had been like looking into and Hitler was like, okay, look into these flying saucer things oh. and, and like apparently like that that's how like the the people claimed to have been destroyed was from these flying saucers attacking them which made them turn around oh. from antarctica and come back so that goes back so to our, our anyway. extraterrestrials we yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna go in, so we're gonna go in the mystic here in a little that, bit one thing on that though before like with that um the flying saucer like thing or the, the theory on that is that um the nazis supposedly had this hovering craft that was in the shape of a flying saucer, but it was mm. very much like it was like a flying saucer and then like a really large top. Yes, that's You're what it looks like. like. An incubator and like mm-hmm. they would spin Mercury so fast that it could defy gravity gravity by hovering. Yeah, and that's where this Ooh. flying saucer. Oh no, no, but this is just one thing they talked about with the the Mercury that you can spin it so fast that it can be it can be it begin to retract from the Earth's magnetic field and it starts to look like it's hovering. Interesting. Like a flying saucer would up there, but I haven't heard about up there. But like they said, they got it f- above the ground. Like this has happened since. Like people can do this. Just what Mercury and recreated. You turn Mercury really fast. Like yeah, Mercury in a jar, or like do you make a propeller of no, Mercury? If you, it, if you do it in any sort of like centrifuge, like if you spin it really, really fast, the centrifuge might. They, no, the, it begins to lift. It begins to pull pressure from whatever, like whatever it's spinning in, and that which means like so they were supposed that this was like a blueprint though. But they were making hmm. something to where, like, it would do a centrifuge and lift, like the theory is, in your centrifuge. Because, like, when you measure in a centrifuge, like, whenever you're, like, drawing blood and you want to, like, like uh, um, you want to separate plasma from the, the blood cells, you spin it so fast that they pull from each other. Mm-hmm. Well, mercury, like, the metal goes so far down that the magnetic field will start, like, fucking retracting from the Earth's na- natural magnetic field. The, wow. the centrifuge is actually, like, lighter. And, like, supposedly the Nazis were fucking with that enough to make, like, this actual, like, like they were saying that the, this, like, uh, spacecraft, like, l- lift a little. Huh. What does and Mercury do with us uh, in the solar system? It's oh, Mercury, the planet. Yeah. It rules, it rules communication and um, education as well and just, tech like, kind of like any way that you communicate, basically. Like, that's usually what Mercury Does it float? Rules. It does float. It's up there in the sky. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, technically, it's like if it you spins. look at it, you're like, "What?" The? It spins. All right, so let's get through this. All right, let's get through this Hitler shit. <laughs> we're moving on to the Eden Hotel in La Falda, Argentina. I don't know why it's Irish. La Falda. <laughs> La Falda. Um, I bring this up because I found an interview with a lady who worked there and claims that she actually served him food and interacted with him. Now, this hotel was owned by Ida Eichhorn. 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 Finkel or Eichhorn. Finkel or Eichhorn. Finkel or Eichhorn. And this hotel was known for largely German clientele. Ida was a huge supporter of the Nazi party and had close personal ties with Hitler. So it was like a pretty logical spot for her or for him to be that she would be housing Hitler. Yeah, I think I'm safe here. (laughs) Right. Right, so this kind of made sense. FBI tried to investigate, but they couldn't get close enough without obviously being spotted. Apparently, FBI in the 40s didn't know how to fucking blend. 
bunch of white guys going to right? South, South America <laughs> so going, they were, hey, we're looking for Hitler Fucking worthless. Wait, um, our, nose, our nose is different? Fuck! They got us. Right. Like, you know, like, that was a clear indicator. Yeah, they practiced Spanish for so long. Portuguese right. or something. Yeah, right. So this is seven. Well, she was 17 at the time. She's not at the time of this interview. But Catalina Gumera claims that she recognized Hitler. She served him. She knew him. And uh, I can't believe that I just there's an interview with someone who claims to have seen Hitler. Again, it translates. Sorry. Mrs. Ida told me, whatever you saw, pretend you didn't. One of the drivers and I used to joke, I saw nothing and you saw nothing. It was as if it had never happened. It was kept very, very secret. Now, after so many years, I don't care anymore. If they don't want to believe me, they don't have to. What else can I say? I just saw what I saw. That's right. Oh, nice. saw. So she says, when people were there, the entire third floor was blocked off specifically for Hitler, and she had to run food up there, and it was very German food and German recipes, which is not too common in Argentina, I don't imagine, but... And then she was taken to a separate location. It's like a cabin up in the mountains once. She was brought there to cater food, and Hitler was there. And as soon as the meal was done, he just kind of vanished and was never heard from again, according to her account. Never so. saw him again. Never saw him again. But that's crazy, though, with that. There's a pattern. Like, every documentary, no matter where it's from, they'll say that same thing. Whatever you saw, pretend like you didn't see it. Sure. Well, obviously, they were wanting to cover this shit up. But you know? like a lot of documentaries from anywhere, from like a right wing, left wing, in, uh, independent, liberal, foreign, whatever the fuck you hear, they all say that like whatever you saw, like a lot of people that met him were like whatever you saw, just just shut the fuck up. You didn't see. You didn't yeah. see. I mean, that's what you have to do if you encounter that, you know, or, or when you're, you're in that situation, you're like, you didn't see nothing. Like yeah. just like we saw in the yeah. movies, man. You, just, you gotta you saw tie, nothing. tie up yeah. those loose ends. Or you gonna fucking? Are you gonna fucking swim with the fishes? You won't be swimming with the fish. Resume, be like, okay, (laughs) you must do this task, this task, and whatever you saw, forget about it, and you must complete that task. Wait, wait, what was the third? Wait, wait, what was that? (laughs) Go back one. Whatever that that main guy does, (laughs) whatever you see, just just go home and sleep well. Even though he's probably gonna be doing some decrepit shit, (laughs) like just go home. Forget about it. Yeah. Um. So that was. The main account is that he ended up in Argentina. So then I wanted to look into the bodies more. Because the bodies they found, and then what? They just buried, and that's the last we fucking hear about them. So I looked into Hitler-specific bodies. Uh, I'll try to make this a bit quicker. Um, So we knew April 30th, 1945, supposedly they committed suicide, thrown in a ditch, burned, all that. Dead. And then German radio makes its announcement, but it's not the same. So here's a... A British man reading the actual report that, remember, I told you Major Trevor Roper was going to come back. Here and he his is. report, well, it's not him, it's somebody reading his, his report. So, this is the official report by the British Intelligence Services, released on the 1st of November 1945, on the last days of Hitler uh, and Eva Braun. Uh, and here in the first paragraph it says, Available evidence, sifted by British intelligence and based largely on eyewitness accounts, shows as conclusively as possible without bodies that Hitler and Eva Braun died shortly after 2.30 on April the 30th, 1945, in the bunker of the Reichschancery, their bodies 
being burned just outside the bunker. So there we go. That was that's all the British had. But without bodies, they had no bodies. They could only go off of the hearsay. So the Soviets had the bodies. 23 years later, they admitted they had the remains and did the autopsy and told everybody, okay, the teeth and the bull in the head, blah, 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 blah. In 2009, this is how fucking recent this goes. 2009, an American pathologist ran a DNA test and discovered it was not Hitler, conclusively. Not. Not Hitler. And so since then, the Russians have not let anybody fucking close to him. There's, there's no more tests allowed. Wow. But uh, Trevor Roper was a professor of medieval history. So conspiracy theorist, most notably reporter Gerard Williams, finds it really fucking weird that the <laughs> British would send a professor of medieval history, not anybody from Scotland Yard, not an actual detective, not any of this. We sent a fucking professor, historian, to go and interrogate and research this shit. Like, this seems like a pretty big deal. You would think you would have, like, the best of the best going to investigate yeah. Hitler, right? So... Uh, I had a quote from him, but well, it, it, that was basically what he said. It's like, this is some fucking bullshit. Why would you just have this fucking guy go? Um, nobody ever actually saw bodies, so they think body doubles. Hitler's secretary, Martin Bormann, was in charge of masterminding the switch. He faked the death so that him and Hitler could or could escape. Because obviously if the world believed them dead, they wouldn't come looking for them. So they brought body doubles in. Kept them far enough so anybody in the bunker would be, again, mustache up. Yeah, there goes fucking Hitler down the hallway. Sure, yeah, great, great. Well, I thought Hitler was five foot seven. <laughs> Why is that it six motherfucker foot five? was seven foot two, <laughs> and he was black. Um, the other guy so was two foot five, and he was Mexican. <laughs> he had a split That's dick. That's my cousin. <laughs> so he switched this whole thing, and then uh, once the switch had officially been made, they sent someone in, capped off the body doubles. And went that way. So that's how very easily, and then flew off in a plane well before the Soviets came in and all that. So, like, very, very, very easily Hitler could have escaped. Um, and then I was going to bring up the Antarctica thing that, that Sarah was talking about. I didn't hear as much as she did as far as UFOs. Briefly, but, briefly. Uh, in 1938 is when the Germans sent U-boats and fleets down to Antarctica, and they were supposed to be building a base. And they had bases or tunnels they've dug underground that have over a million square meters can house 60,000 people. So they have the ability to tunnel out massive fucking encampments, basically. For the elite live, by the way. That could be. Uh, And then the U.S. sent, and supposedly on a mapping expedition, they sent people down. But they sent apparently an aircraft carrier with over 100 planes. They sent a submarine, two destroyers, and two icebreakers for this Mapping expedition. My God. Uh, but declassified documents show that it was called Operation High Jump, and that was to train U.S. troops in Arctic conditions for the upcoming, like we knew we were going to get into it with Russia, so we were trying to train our guys on how to deal with the Arctic. And that was the official report that the government gave us mm-hmm. as to why they were going to Antarctica. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. But they did never find any proof, from what I found, of a German underground base. So, so far I think that Hitler is, well, at the time, ran off in Argentina. That's your bottom line. That's my bottom line, dude. He's I think in he, Ar- he died in Argentina. Yeah. He died of old age somewhere. I believe it. I don't think he fucking committed suicide and was covered in petrol. He on spent fire. the rest of his days hiding out in Antarctica. He could have. I heard. I mean, Argentina and Antarctica are pretty close. So he could he travel back really and forth. Close, yeah. Oh well, yeah, you. Oh shit. Quick little boat yeah. ride get you from one to other. Well, yeah. Oh, he's probably dead now for oh, sure, sure, right? Like he uh, was yeah. like. 
40 Maybe. in his rise, right. and now that was 60 years later. He's so he, he's definitely Maybe they found the Fountain of Youth in Antarctica. Maybe they did. Like the Fountain of Youth would be pretty or frozen, or though. Or Hollow Earth. Like just he just blew my like mind. Hollow Earth? Into hollow Earth? He's a computer. Yeah. He's well, unless he's a Time Lord. <laughs> well, since we're getting all mystical, you guys. No, he's a really good, like, you know how, like, whenever you have those, um, you know, whenever the wind's facing one way, you have your, what are they called? Sail? Windmills? 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 Yeah. yeah. You know, whenever the wind's blowing like that, it's like. What if he's yeah. really good? Because you know how he's thinking Mobius. like this. <laughs> 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 like a window, like a thing yeah, that shows like the direction. Yeah, just a fucking <laughs> Hitler, like fucking north. Uh, <laughs> it was just, oh yeah, Heil. Like they can't that. see you on they the on the radio. Bro, it's, a, it's, a, it's not that big of a... <laughs> All right, dude, that was I'm a great, a great investigation, shit. man. Oh, I, shit. We're gonna, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he did not kill himself. I don't think he's still alive now, but he definitely did not die the way we've believed since 1945. Well, dude, that was amazing. Thank you. Let's go yeah. with Sarah into the mystic. <laughs> so dramatic. Sarah, Sarah, my darling, she's been kind of quiet today. We've we just been jabbering like a couple monkeys in a tree. Oh, it's all good. What do you have for us this week, my darling? Well, we have some cool stuff going on this week, actually. That's right. So uh, there's kind of an arra- a rare event a- occurring right now in the sky, if you look at the planets. What's going on? So uh, all the planets right now, they're all moving direct, which means they're all moving forward. Like, uh, from our perspective on Earth, it looks like they're all just moving the same direction, which the last time this happened was in 2011. But it happens, like, you know, every few years, they'll all move forward. But usually there's at least one planet going retrograde, meaning, like, going backwards. So it just means we're very, like, we're being very external right now. So they're going away from the Earth is what we're seeing? They're going away? It's or more just like orbiting it's more in the like same. orbiting in the same direction versus, like, if we saw them, like, move backwards into another sign. Sorry, I know. I just was. Oh, but yeah, okay. so like Our perception it's of them. Our sure. perception yeah, of yeah. them moving through the signs. It'll okay. appear like they're moving backwards. Like, they'll go through a sign, but then they'll go backwards through it again and then, like, move forward again. So it's like... But right now they're all moving forward, so we're because of that we're feeling like everything is very like external now. At least for the next like I think it's gonna be four weeks that they're gonna be like Holy this. Shit. Yeah, so it's gonna be a very external time where we're just you know we're not gonna be as much inward, and a lot of actions gonna be taking place. And something really crazy that's happening is we're we're going through a grand cardinal cross, which means. That there's like literally a cross being created in the sky right now with the planets. So one's going yeah, this way and one's cross. going up, and it's making. Yeah, like there's a cross, like as in, you have one planet here, one planet here, one planet here, one planet here. Okay, and all like four corners. Like he was talking about the four directions: north, south, east, west. Right. Imagine a planet at each one of those corners. Okay. Corner. Yeah, and then so not only are they all making ninety degree angles to each other, so that's creating like a square in the sky. But then they're also opposing each other, too. So you have these energies, which are all different energies, too. But all these energies are cardinal, which means they all drive change. So we're going to basically experience a ch- some sort of change this week. Wh- and it depends on, like, when you were born to, like, be able to tell what area of your life the what change clo- What the are change the closest months that are going to feel the change quicker? What, what months are going to well, feel the people who are going to change it or who are, are going to feel it the most are going to be Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, and Aries because these planets, that's where they are. Shit. 
So those guys, you're you're. I'm Aries. You're right. Aries, I'm an and Aries I'm Capricorn too, man. It's okay. So you guys are. I'm gonna. I'm Capricorn. Okay. So I'm gonna oh, feel yeah, it too. Two in the morning, be like, what? The but <laughs> we're all gonna. F- <laughs> we're all gonna feel this, though, right? But, Eventually. But however, you are gonna feel the full moon in Cancer Later, because you're a Scorpio, right? right? So that means that you're a water sign, and we're about to have. Th- so the moon is actually one of the the planets. You can call them planets or celestial bodies. Celestial bodies. bodies. I'll so go with yeah, that. so the moon and the sun are opposing each other because that's the full moon in Cancer. So you have the full moon, uh, the moon in Cancer, then you have the sun in Capricorn. They're battling it out. They're opposing each other. Like Capricorn's like you know wanting to get struck. Think of the Capricorn as like the father, and the Cancer is like the mother. And like so, like they're kind of just like opposing each other energetically. And then you have the other two, Jupiter and Uranus, and they're opposing each other as well. And Uranus is in Aries. And so right now that's where No, those guys are Uranus. <laughs> yes, Uranus. We can call it Uranus. Okay. She was trying to be highbrow. I'm being polite right. here. Going to call it Uranus. You can but say uh, whatever you like, but these boys are Uranus. So, that's so right. So you guys, but then that, that is opposing a Libra energy which is like about getting out right partnerships. But anyway, the po- the point is that all these energies are about creating change in our lives. And so this this week like we're basically going to be forced because it's going to feel like we're literally being pulled in four directions inside of ourselves. Like where we're like, we feel the cross like within us all in a way. Really? And so that is like going to force us to change something in our lives. So this week, just expect something to change. And it's going to be like a, like a lasting change. Like you won't be the same as you were beforehand. Well, I'll tell you one so thing. Uh, if these guys feel the change, I hope the, you guys give us a, you know, a call. So uh, especially you, Sarah, you got to make sure that you're going to be the first one that you feel this change, oh right? Oh, hell yeah. Capricorns I already are do first. feel the change. It already happened. Well, yeah, actually. you're on the show. Well, that's part of it. But actually something else already happened. I, like I was, I was telling you, I was doing art earlier uh-huh. with this little girl. So, that's another bit change. Like I'm apparently gonna start like watching this this girl and like hanging out with her and teaching her. Actually, I'm actually like basically being like a teacher in a way. Like we're doing like activities like learning. I'm teaching her like you alphabet. You could say it's like big change, it, it, not just small not change. Just small it's, it's, this is big change. I'm, I'm just like you know like it's just for a couple months, but still it's like okay, I have to like teach alphabet and like numbers, and I haven't done this since I was in kindergarten. Yeah, and you shit. Gotta, so yeah. like. Okay, now I have to hang out with a kid, and I never really spent time with a kid before. So that's like a, d- a different thing for me. Um, it's pretty different. But that's, yeah, it's really different. And so that's something. And I don't know, there's a couple different. Yeah, I already noticed a few things. That's that great. That have changed. But um, yeah, and uh, let's see if there's anything else. I mean. Yeah, you got anything else? So basically is there anything specific to Aries? Specific to Aries. You and I are from the Aries. So what would it mean? Like, what would the change mean to an Aries? So basically, basically, you would be changing things about your your outward personality. Maybe like taking on a leadership role in some sort of way, or like I don't know. Aries, Aries are leaders. They are leaders. Like they're just very independent, and they they are very like action like they go after what they want if you see something you want you're just like yeah. that's right straight like that's fire it's very fire our band finally yeah, it's dude. very fire action oriented mm. kind of sign like that's what it is but you have to look at uh like your actual birth chart will tell you like your rising sign and that's actually going to tell you more about what area of your life things will change in because when you look at the time you were born that will tell you like where your houses are and so as in astrology houses are like different areas of your life you have your area of communication your area of relationships your area of money your area of career I don't communicate your very area well. of whatever all these different areas <laughs> of your life 
So if I knew, not where a ge- it's just general culture. thing. If yeah, tell. if he, if yeah, she yeah, knew exactly. if she knew your birthday cool. time, she, cool. yeah. she yeah. can get yes, she can yes, pinpoint yes. you a lot I better. I can pinpoint a lot more. Yeah, exactly. So, so cool. So yeah. oh hell yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll look at it after the show or something. So. That's yes, right. Please show me. You got anything else for us, sir, today? Um. I think that's it. Thanks for, for doing uh, another Into the Mystic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So definite. So Short definite. but sweet. But uh, we should. I, uh, could, I could talk about something else. But I got it. You know what? We got, we're got. we running out of time okay. here. We got so much. So we got a little bit more to go no, to. It's all good. So let's go ahead and get down. Oh, you know what? I have one more thing. What do you got? One more what announcement, actually. One more announcement. What you got? So I am hosting a hypnosis workshop to jumpstart your 2017 ah. year. To jumpstart the year of 2017 and really like you know get out of procrastination like we're gonna do these hypnosis imagery things and like guided stuff it's like it's gonna be really where cool. are you doing this uh at my place i have a big space i can host at your place your home people. yes my home Ooh. yeah all so right we'll be doing a workshop if so if, yeah, if you're if you it's gonna be really interactive if you're and really like awesome and you're gonna partake in like some cool imagery journeys that will like change subconscious things that will really get you like motivated and like help you achieve your goals like if you have goals and all that stuff this if is you beautiful have goals. beautiful thing some yeah, people yeah. don't have goals if you if you live in the austin area you know definitely get a hold of us through facebook or twitter you know yeah, that's gonna be, great. be soul engineering right. if you can look up facebook right. on facebook soul engineering all right yeah. so let's go ahead and move it on to everyone's third favorite segment the news And Sarah. That's right. What would you do in this situation, everybody? You somehow lost your keys. You're at home, but you must go. You're probably going out with the girls, and they picking you up. All right? So you come home near midnight. You kick off your shoes. You get ready for bed. You walk into the bedroom, and you discover a homeless man sleeping in your bed. What would you do? That would freak you the fuck out, wouldn't it? I'll tell you Correct. one thing. I would probably kick the shit out of somebody sleeping in my bed. Sarah, what would you do? Scream like a m- scream, I'm sure. Somebody sleeping in my bed? A homeless man sleeping homeless in your man. bed. You know what? I, I I sleep next to my bed. Guess what I guess what I keep in my drawer? A homeless man. I keep <laughs> I keep a hatchet. Uh, you got a Just hatchet. Just in case. So you're gonna sneak into you're gonna go you're gonna walk up to your stand make sure you don't wake up to this oh, guy. Oh no, no, it's right next to my bed, like literally next next to my head. I have a head like a little like table. She's ready for the I'm zombie ready apocalypse. For, I'm ready for like whatever to come into my right, room. Right, but no, you're bed. just coming home and he's and already there. Oh, he oh he's already there. Yeah, yeah you, like well, yeah. You well, I have lo- plenty of other weapons in the other rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well said. Well, this happened to a woman living in South Austin uh, earlier this week. Oh no, she needs to load up on those weapons. So, oh, uh, shit. take God. note. The man, the man was arrested and has been identified as Robert Cummins, age thirty-five, according to his affidavit, or to the affidavit, uh, David Cummins was discovered in the bed along with Popeye's chicken, an adult magazine, <laughs> cigarettes, a glass pipe, and what. Police believe to be marijuana. All right, hang on. <laughs> hang the fuck on. All right, so he's homeless, but he's carrying all this shit around just on him. 
Those like, we, well, I got to keep my favorite spank mag handy. Run away. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. If I'm if I'm a homeless man, I always keep the essentials on me. Smokes, porn, and Popeye's chicken. <laughs> Don't forget the glass pipe and right. the weed. Uh, but what they believe oh, to be mar- Are you telling me that cops in Austin can't recognize marijuana? Well, it could have been uh, like spice or something. So they could have been like, well, this could because be they spice. Smell but almost exactly nothing yeah, alike. They don't. Be yeah. politically correct. <laughs> All right, so Cummins told the police he was looking for a warm place to sleep and had been there for two days. Cummins as uh, being she, held on a ten thousand dollar day, right? She wasn't gone. She for was, two yeah. Days. She had left uh, like at seven p.m. So he's obviously just fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I, obviously. So he's being held on a bond for ten thousand dollars for burglary of a residence, and I sympathize with her. I'm sure we all do, right? No one likes to come home to find that there's someone else's Cummins your sheets. <laughs> God. Oh. Thank you very much. You have uh, you have something on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I found a little video, but if we're we're pressed for time, so I won't play the video. But I was just gonna say they, we have we have discovered just in October of 2016, we discovered a way to convert carbon dioxide directly into ethanol. That's right. I did read that. Oh, I looked at that one. So you can take. Right, you can take CO2, which is, you know, the dangerous Air. gas destroying the atmosphere, and turn it into ethanol, which is fuel we can use to That's power right. vehicles and everything else. So, and it only has it has a 70% uh, turnover rate, so there's very little waste, there's very little... I did, yeah, thing. So, I saw that. That's awesome. Uh, without playing the whole clip, I will I'll just, just go with that. All right, so cool, you man. can look into that, anybody, if we're... Interested enough in this new form of fuel that I think is pretty fucking amazing. Look it up. Nano spike catalysts. Nano spike catalysts. Yeah, yeah. Nano and spike catalysts convert carbon dioxide into ethanol. Yeah, we're going to start seeing this shit real, uh, real soon. I hope so, because oh, we've got plenty of CO2 around, you know. All right, so let's let's move on here real quick. We're going to finish the news up with... The roll the dice segment, y'all. If you don't know who Mark Dice is, you're probably better off. But Mark Dice is a right wing vlogger on YouTube. He's most known for his Bohemian Grove calls to O'Reilly and his 9/11 rants over megaphones in in bookstores. He says a lot of things I personally don't like, but sometimes he's just too right to disagree, y'all. So uh, back in the day, we used to roll Mark, Mark Dice clips, and we stopped when Nick uh, joined the show. But I think. I thought I'd bring it back. Not because so, of me, just not coincidentally. Because yeah, because that was a. It was more of an. I didn't Andy like thing. walk in and go, "Fuck that dice! I'm done with that dice." Oh, yeah. The only dice man I agree with is Andrew Dice Clay. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and roll the dice. Welcome to Roll the Dice. Ooh, Mark nice. Dice, he hates millennials. Are you guys millennials? Who was born in the 90s? You were born in the 90s? We were born the same year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but 90. You guys are on. Well, I'm 84, so. I'm still old. You guys are considered millennials. So let me ask you guys a question. Oh, like Lord. Let me ask. <laughs> you got to get up on the mic. Yeah. Um, let me let me let me ask. Let me ask you millennials a question here. I don't hate millennials. I I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> um, I just feel like we're sit, we're being set Mark up. Dice, yes. <laughs> Mark Dice. <laughs> Mark Dice went to Venice Beach to ask some millennials a question. I'm gonna ask you the question first before I play this clip. But who won the Civil War? Do you guys know who won the Civil War? The North. The North. The Yanks. 
I'm glad you guys know that because there's a lot of that's why there's slavery not around. That's God. But that's cheater because I I fucking have to know that shit because I'm obsessed with the same way you are about millennials. Millennials. I can't say the word, but I'm as pissed off as you are, even though I am one. You and know, like little facts like that are a big deal. Totally, dude. You would so, think. No, they're supposed to be right. 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 So yeah, let's let's. Uh, that's a damn good question, man. Let's who was listen. the first president? I guarantee they'll fuck that one up too. Let's listen civil to. War. <laughs> okay. Who, who who won the Civil War? This is Mark Dice. I have no idea. Are you an American? Yes, I am. Oh, you are. Okay. It Give was this big historical event that happened in America's history, and it was a big war. Only it started Veterans Day. Um, can you tell me anything about it? Um, can you give me a choice? It would be the <laughs> South or the North. The North? You're just guessing? Yeah. 50 50 chance. Not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. She got a better chance than a Who won the Civil War? I don't know. <laughs> in America, the Civil War. I'm not sure. You're not. Are you an American? Yes. You are. Were yeah. you born here? Yeah, in, oh, in, uh, near LA. Yeah. That's, that explains ah. a lot. Dude. I don't know that. Some problems with the LA educational system. America. Uh, America won. What is this for? Oh, <laughs> Who won the Civil War? <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah, we're not gonna do this right now. Humans. She walks off. Who won the Civil War? <laughs> Humans. People. The Which Union, the technically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not the Confederates. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. Which, <laughs> hey, Which that political one knew it. party was fighting to support slavery during the Civil War? Republicans. Re- or the Republicans. Democrats? Republicans. Actually, it was the Democrats. How? Yeah. Abe Lincoln didn't. Abe Lincoln Abe. was a Republican. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's contrary oh, okay. to popular belief. <laughs> you know how I would answer but that he shit? He could have, uh, like, asked people who got it right and then only showed. Well, well, that oh, was that was my next sure point did. here. I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a lot more right answers. But still, the still amount people of. people who don't know it, yeah. Yeah, see, that's pretty embarrassing. That like, there are people who don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's a shame, but you see, know. Walking down the street. Like somebody asked me that kind of question, I'd fuck with them. Even <laughs> walking down the street, if somebody asked me that type of question, I would fuck with them just because I know the proper answer. But it would just be like, "So who won the Civil War?" I'd be like, "Not the motherfuckers that lost the Civil War." <laughs> <laughs> They'd play right, you right like, away. And they would be like, "So America's the British?" Part. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit. Thank you for listening. Like our Facebook page, uh, search Emergency Exit Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at E-M-E-X-Pod. Uh, any plugs? I know I got Ryan here. Check Ryan's yes. den out on uh, Reverb you. Nation. It's spelled R-I-O-N-S. Dens. Lion with an R. That's right. Lion. Like Zion with Ryan and Zen. A little bit of an R at the beginning. Yes, yes. Lion, Zion, Ryan. Fun, That's soul, right. reggae, rock and roll. Yeah. Get Ryan like a Zion. In Ryan. Sarah, do you have any plugs? Uh, you can visit soldiering.org for astrology reading. Check it, yeah. Um, also, right, all right. I also have music, too. Yes, so check out her music. DJ Sarah. Sarah. That's one of my <laughs> musical names. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, Nikki, you got anything to say? Uh, I will be doing an acoustic show Thursday night at the Running M That's in Gonzales, Texas. Oh the 12th. Right. That's right, with T.J. Bruskoff, everybody. Right. Everybody. 
Well, cool. And I've, okay, here's my plug. Friday the 13th is your lucky night at Sahara Lounge. Come, hey, that's that's right. Come to the east side for a night with a variety of music only Austin can offer. Tio Chico will give us Brazilian music with a kick. Huerta Kercha with, with their delicious Colombia grooves and Earthshine. Colombia grooves and Earthshine will close the night with irresistible reggae and hip hop. That's Friday night. The thirteenth at Sahara Lounge, Sarah's birthday. Yes. Are you gonna come to my show? Maybe I should come to your show for my birthday. I would love to see you, and then we can go and we can get real, real drunk. We could have like a live emergency exit thing, or or fudged up, whatever you like. I've been in a fight at uh, Sahara Lounge. Oh, we're not gonna invite you. You're bad. Do they still have (laughs) beans? Yeah, beans, beans and chips. Nice. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, All right, y'all. I so there once. we're gonna I see you guys at uh, uh, we're gonna see you guys at Sierra Lounge. Oh, but first we're oh, gonna shit. have Ryan play us out with uh, one of his tunes acoustically live here in the studio. Yes. So for all of us here at Emergency Exit, we're gonna say thank you and thank you. That's, that's right. right.
I'll be 